I don't know about you, but I would love to never have to make a U-turn or have a setback in my life ever again. When we are led by the Spirit, we will always be in the right place at the right time, doing the right things with the right people. Hello and welcome to Faith Talks. I'm your host, Emily Preston, and in these podcasts, we will be discussing how to practically apply the principles found in the Word, or how to be a doer of the Word, so that you can start seeing more of the manifestation of God's grace in every area of your life. everybody and welcome back to Faith Talks where we learn how to walk by faith through grace. Today is part six of my series, No More U-Turns, How to Hear from God and Be Led by the Spirit. And today I'm really excited because we're going to get into how. How do we draw out what's in our spirits? How do we hear from God and how do we allow ourselves and train ourselves to be led by the Spirit? Last week we finished off with that verse from Proverbs 20 verse 5 where it says that the purposes of a man's heart are deep waters but the man of understanding draws them out the counsel the advice the strategy the wisdom the understanding and the knowledge of a man's heart are deep waters or there's plenty there to draw from but the man of understanding or the man who knows that wisdom is readily available in his spirit and knows how to will draw them out, will let down that bucket and pull up the rivers of water, the rivers of understanding that's in there and draw them out. Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to do that. How do we draw out all of that wisdom and understanding that's in our spirit? And how do we train ourselves to hear God and be led by the spirit? Okay, number one. We have to make up our mind that we are going to be led by the Spirit and not head led. (laughs) It's a decision. We have to decide. I am going to be led by the Spirit in every area of my life. I am not going to be led by my emotions, my feelings. I'm not going to look for outside sources for answers and direction. Instead, I'm going to turn my attention inward and rely on and listen for what the Spirit is telling me. Remember that God wants to lead us and he is always leading us, but we have to want to be led by the Spirit and we have to allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. Okay, so all day, every day, we should be constantly checking on the inside, checking on the inside, checking on the inside. Lord, what do you have to say about this? What do you think about this? What do you want me to do about this? Not rushing into situations or decisions, not feeling pressured to make a choice or a decision remember it's the devil that pressures us and says rush rush panic panic quickly quickly but the fruit of the spirit is peace and patience okay so don't always make a quick decision on things instead make a decision I refuse to be led by anyone or anything except the spirit of God so really just starts with a decision I am going to be a spirit-led being I am a spirit-led being and I am not going to be led by anything else except the spirit of God and the voice of God number two hearing God and knowing his voice comes from relationship with him 
If we want to hear God and we want to know his voice, we have to develop our relationship with him. I don't know if you've ever watched that movie March of the Penguins or if you've ever watched a National Geographic show on penguins or a David Attenborough special on on the penguin colonies. But if you've ever seen those shows or if you know what I'm talking about, there's a sea of penguins. There are thousands and thousands of thousands of penguins in those colonies. But those baby penguins, they know and they recognize the voice of their mother or their father. Out of all of those thousands and thousands of chirping voices from all of the other penguins, they know and they recognize their mother or their father's voice. And they can go directly to their mother or their father because they are so intimately acquainted with the sound of their voice. And we can be the same with God. We can become so intimate and familiar with his voice that we recognize him and respond to him immediately. And the way that we do that is by developing our relationship with him. We're never going to know and recognize God's voice unless we have a relationship with him, unless we become intimately familiar with him. And the way that we do that is through his word. If we want to develop our relationship with God, then we get into to the word. We develop our relationship with his word because God and his word are one. God is not separate from his word. The word of God is the complete, it is the explicit will of God. It's his personality. It's his character. It's his thoughts. It's who he is in print form. He's given us his word so that we can know him intimately. And if we want to know how God thinks and speaks and sounds, we can get into his word and that's how we will know him. The word of God reveals God's character and his will. We're not going to recognize whether a voice is from God unless we know and are familiar with his character and that's found in his word. Okay, so reading the word of God, listening to teaching on the word of God, meditating on the word speaking the word of God, confessing the word of God. These are all ways that we familiarize ourselves with God and what he sounds like. But you know what? This takes discipline. It takes discipline to be led by the spirit and train ourselves to hear from God. Unless we're deliberately spending time in the word and actively pursuing a relationship with God, how are we going to trust that the voice we're hearing is from God or not? Okay, so we have to set aside time every day to spend time in the word. This cannot be a hobby. It cannot be a thing we just do when we're in a crisis. We have to actively pursue a relationship with God and spend time with God every single day if we want to be confident in hearing from God and being led by the Spirit. In John 15 verse 7, it says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So in other words, if you live and dwell in me and my words abide in you, or if you're putting the word in you through your eyes, through your ears and through your mouth, what you're saying, the benefit of that will be ask what you will and it shall be done for you. You know, a child who has a 
a great relationship, who has a close and intimate relationship with their father and spends time with him and knows him and knows his character, knows his nature, he has no problem going to his dad and saying, dad, can I have this? Because he knows his father's nature and his character. And he knows that his dad will give him whatever he asks for because he knows he's a good father, he's a loving father, and he has intimate relationship with his father. And we can be the same with God. We can ask what we want from God and know that it will be done for us because we have intimate relationship with him. We know him. We abide in him. His words abide in us. And therefore we can know when we ask God for something, he will do it for us and he will give it to us. So again, hearing God and knowing his voice comes from relationship with him. Number three, stop saying, I never hear from God. And that's fine. We've all done it. Oh, I never hear from God. I just don't know when I'm hearing from God. I can't be sure if I'm hearing from God. You know, God's the one that says that we have what we say. That's from Mark eleven twenty four. So if we want to hear from God and we want to be led by the Spirit, we have to stop saying, I never hear from God. I never am led by the Spirit. I never know when the Spirit's speaking to me. Stop saying that. Instead, number four, start saying, I do hear from God. I am a spirit-led being. I am God's sheep and I do hear his voice and I do know him and I do follow him. Say, I am led by, I am guided by, governed by, and directed by the Holy Spirit. And I do not fulfill the lusts, the desires, the longings, and the cravings of my flesh. And see, when we say and we agree with God concerning what we are and who we are and what we can do, we are renewing our minds with the word to the fact that we do hear God and we are led by the Spirit. We are changing the way we previously saw ourselves as not being able to hear from God to the way that God sees us, which are as his sheep who hear his voice and know him. So we are replacing our old way of thinking with God's way of thinking. We are replacing the old way that we saw ourselves with the way God sees us. And that is called mind renewal. That's renewing our mind. A mind renewed with the word of God is a mind that is no longer dominated by the flesh, but instead is on the same side as our spirit. So all of those things that are already in our born again spirit, the ability to hear God, the ability to be led by the spirit. Now we have to renew our mind to agree with what our spirit says, to agree with who we are in the spirit. And what happens is when our mind is in agreement with our spirit, the two together will dominate and control our body and our physical senses. So our body and our physical senses may be telling us to go a certain way or do a certain thing or behave a certain way or react a certain way, but our spirit and our our mind will be so renewed to who we are in our spirit that those two together will dominate and control what our body and our physical senses want us to do and we won't go that way. And the way that we do that, the way we can be assured that that will happen is by renewing our mind with the word of God and by meditating on and confessing the word about who we are in Christ and the way God sees us. So again, we are changing our carnal, natural ways of thinking and we are replacing it with God's way of thinking. 
And we do that through the word of God, through meditating and confessing the word of God. And when we confess the word and we meditate on the word concerning who we are, we are tuning into God's frequency. We are tuning into that frequency where God is speaking to us constantly and directing us and leading us all the time. And in fact, in my booklet, Confessions for Life, there is a page dedicated for confessions to be led by the Spirit. So you can take those scriptures and you can start to declare them over yourself every day. And for example, some of the confessions are, I walk in, am habitually led by, guided by, governed by, and united with the Holy Spirit, and I do not fulfill the lusts, the desires, the longings, or the feelings of my flesh. The Spirit of truth lives in me and guides me into all truth and teaches me all things and shows me things to come. I have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God. I know the things that have been freely given to me by God. And I speak of these things, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. I am your sheep, Lord. I hear your voice and I know you and I follow you. I hear the voice of the good shepherd only and a stranger's voice I do not follow. Okay, so those are some of the confessions in there to be led by the spirit and so when you declare and confess those over your life every day you are training yourself and renewing your mind to the fact that you are a spirit-led being and you do hear God's voice number five when faced with a situation you need wisdom for first ask God for the answer and then thank him for the answer Mark 11 verse 24 says, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Okay, so when we pray and ask God for wisdom, the very next thing we need to do is believe that we have received that wisdom. So let me give you an example. You're trying to decide which job to take. You may have a choice to make between two different job opportunities. So you say, Lord, I ask you for the wisdom to know which job to take. And I believe that I receive your wisdom. Thank you that I have your wisdom. And from that point forward now, you thank God that you have the wisdom. So what you don't do is keep saying, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know which job to take. I'm so confused. I really don't know what decision to make. That is what you don't do. (laughs) What you do do is now that you've asked God for wisdom, you believe that you've received it. So you say, Lord, I thank you that I have the wisdom of God. I know which job to take. I make the right decision. I have the wisdom of God. I know all things. I understand all things and that is believing that you have received and in James chapter 3 it says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask God who gives to all men liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him but there's a provision on that it says let him ask in faith with no doubting Okay, so we we can ask God for wisdom and he will give it to us, but we have to ask in faith with no doubting. What does that mean? How do we doubt? By saying and acting contrary to what we have believed we have received. It's by saying and acting contrary to what we've just asked in faith. Okay, so again, we've asked God for wisdom 
for our job to know which job to take. And now we have to believe that we have received and not doubt. So we're no longer going to say, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know which job to take. We're going to say, I have the wisdom of God. I know what to do. I know which job to take. And that is believing that you have received. Number six, when you are faced with a decision, you don't know what to do, pray in the spirit. This is really important. I've done a whole series on the benefits of, of speaking in tongues. So if you want to know more of the benefits of praying in the spirit or speaking in tongues, I encourage you to go and listen to that series. But see, when we are praying in the spirit, we are praying mysteries. We are praying those things, those hidden things and those secrets that aren't known or obvious to our natural mind. Remember that your spirit contains the answer to every situation, every circumstance, every question that you have, it contains the solution to every problem. And when we pray in the spirit, our spirit is doing the praying and our spirit is praying those answers out. It's praying those solutions out. It's praying that wisdom out. The answers that our spirit is praying will then become known and knowledge to our natural mind as we pray them out. Okay. So we pray in the spirit and we say, thank you, Lord that I have the interpretation to everything that I'm praying. Thank you that I know all things. I understand all things. I have the wisdom of God. I have the answers. And those mysteries and those secret things and those things that aren't yet revealed will become knowledge to our mind and will be revealed as we allow the spirit to pray them out. Okay, so praying in the spirit is really important. Number seven, when we need to hear from God and be led by the Spirit, one of the best things that we can do is get quiet. Get quiet. <laughs> do you know, I reckon there's a reason that the Bible was written thousands of years ago. Because thousands of years ago, those prophets and Paul and Peter and Luke and John and all those people who wrote the Bible, they didn't have all the distractions that we have today. They weren't on social media. They weren't listening to the news. They didn't have all of the different voices in their ears all the time trying to distract them and contend for their attention. All they had was the jail cell or the desert or they had their tent and they were able to get quiet and they were able to have the spirit download all of that wisdom and knowledge to them. And see, I believe that we need to do the same thing. When we need to hear from God and be led by the spirit, we need to get quiet. In Luke 5 verse 16, it says that Jesus himself had to frequently withdraw to a quiet place to pray and spend time with the Father and hear from the Holy Spirit. He was surrounded by people all the time. The crowds were always there trying to get his attention. He had his disciples around him all the time, but he needed to hear from God and be led by the Spirit. And so he had to withdraw to a quiet place to pray and spend time with the Father. And we need to do the same thing. You know, how often do people get words from God while they're sleeping? <laughs> I have. There's many times when I get a word from God while, while I sleep. And when I wake up, it'll be right there in my heart. And I know that God has spoken to me 
while I've slept. And the reason is, is that God never sleeps. Our spirit is constantly in communication with God. God is always speaking to our spirit. And sometimes when we go to bed and we're asleep, it's the only time that God can get a word in. David himself said this in Psalm 16 verse 7. He said that even at night, his heart instructs him. And see, when we get quiet and we are away from all of the distractions and we are away from all of the other voices that are trying to get our attention, that's when we can hear from God more clearly and be led by the Spirit. Okay, so get quiet, turn off the TV, turn off the social media, go somewhere quiet, cancel those um, social engagements because this is more important. It's more important to give the word and time in the word first place. We're never going to hear from God and be led by the Spirit unless we tune into His frequency. And sometimes that means turning off all of the other noises, the white noise and the distractions and tuning directly into that frequency of quiet, of rest, of peace where we can hear from God. Number eight, line everything up with the word, everything that you hear, everything that you're sensing, everything that you're having a feeling about line it up with the word of God. Say, Lord, was that me or was that you speaking to me? And he will confirm that word to you. Remember, it says in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 1, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So no matter what word you're hearing or sensing or feeling or getting an impression on, Ask the Lord to confirm that to you. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Remember that nothing that comes from God, no word from the Holy Spirit will ever contradict the word of God. It will never contradict what the word of God is saying. So if you're hearing something or sensing something, line it up with the word. Is this confirmed by the word of God? And again, we need to learn what the word says so that we know whether it lines up with the word or not. Number nine, don't do anything until you have a peace about it. And if you don't have a peace about it, don't do it. Remember, we talked about Colossians 3 verse 15. that says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. The peace of God will rule in your heart like an umpire. It will decide what's in and what's out. It will decide what stays and what goes. Okay, so if you don't have a peace about it, wait wait don't act quickly don't allow anything to pressure you if there's fear or anxiety attached to that thought or that impression or that word wait don't act swiftly don't act hastily don't do anything unless you have a peace about it the peace of God will help you to decide what's in and what's out And number 10, practice hearing the voice of God. You know, God wants to be involved in every area of your life, not just in the big things, the big decisions, but also in the little things that happen day to day. He's there. He wants relationship with you. He wants to direct and guide you in everything every day, no matter how big or how small. So practice hearing the voice of God. When you practice hearing the voice of God, you are training yourselves in the little areas so that you will more easily recognize the voice and direction from God in the big decisions and in the big things that come along. You can say, Lord, what should I do today? What outfit should I wear? Is there anyone I should pray for or call today? Who do you want me to bless today? And listen for him. Listen for that still, small voice. Listen to the voice of 
of your conscience. Check your peace. Line it up with the word of God. If we can practice hearing God in the small things, we'll easily recognize him when it comes to the big things. And so that is the how-tos. That concludes the how-tos of how to hear from God and be led by the Spirit. Let me just go over those one more time. Number one, make up your mind. I am a spirit-led being. I am not head-led, emotion-led, opportunity-led, need-led. I am led by the Spirit. Number two, hearing God and knowing his voice comes from relationship with him, which is relationship with his word. Number three, stop saying, I never hear from God. I don't know how to be led by the Spirit. Instead, number four, start saying, I do hear from God. I know his voice. I am his sheep. I follow after him. I am not led by the the lusts of the flesh. I am led by the Spirit. And renew your mind to the fact that you are a Spirit-led being. Number five, when faced with a situation you need wisdom for, ask God for the answer, then thank him for the answer. Say, Lord, I need your wisdom for my finances. Thank you, Lord. You said that you'd give me wisdom liberally. And then after that, stop talking about how terrible the situation is. Stop talking about how big the need is. Instead say, Lord, I thank you. I have your wisdom. I have your wisdom. I know what to do. I have the wisdom of God for this. I know what to do okay thank him for the answer thank him that you have the wisdom and pray in the spirit number six pray in the spirit because you are praying out the solutions you're praying out the answers to that situation in your heavenly prayer language and as you pray those secret things and those mysteries out they will become knowledge to your mind Number seven, get quiet. Turn off the distractions. Turn off the social media. Turn off all of the things that are trying to speak to you and direct you and lead you and influence you and get quiet so that you can hear from God and hear his voice. Number eight, line everything up with the word of God. It doesn't matter who's saying it. It doesn't matter if it's the most famous preacher in the world. It doesn't matter which politician it is. It doesn't matter who is saying it or what is saying it. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, it isn't from God. Okay, it has to agree with the word of God if it's from God. Okay, so line everything up with the word of God. Number nine, don't do anything unless you have a peace about it or don't do anything if you don't have a peace about it. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And number 10, practice hearing and following the voice of God in the little things as well as the big things. And that is how to hear from God and be led by the spirit. I hope I've covered everything. There may be things that I didn't cover, but I believe that's what the Holy Spirit wanted me to to share with you today. So I hope that this teaching has blessed you. Go now and start putting into practice everything that you've learned. Develop your ability to hear from God and be led by the Spirit and you'll start seeing awesome, awesome results in every area of your life. So I mentioned my booklet, Confessions for Life, which are scriptural declarations that cover all of the main areas of our lives. And again, in that booklet, there is a page dedicated for confessions to hear from God and be led by the Spirit. Spirit. So if you don't have a copy of this booklet, Confessions for Life, and you would like one, I make these available free of charge. You can order a hard copy 
or you can download the PDF copy from my website for free. Go to www.faithtalks.com.au. You'll find the link to the free download for the PDF, or you can place an order for as many hard copies as you would like. Again, that's faithtalks.com.au and in fact on that note I've got some exciting news to share that this booklet is now available in Polish a beautiful lady offered to translate it for me and she's done an amazing job of translating confessions for life into the Polish language and as well as that the booklet is also available in French so if you are French or Polish or you know someone who is French or Polish who would benefit from this booklet in either of those languages that's also available as a pdf download on my website faithtalks.com.au and in saying that I encourage all of you to go and have a look on my website I've recently updated it and added a whole lot more material to it there's some testimonies on there there's blog articles on there there's free downloads of mp3s and other things so go and have a look at my website and see what's there because I believe that the content on there will really bless you and benefit you okay guys thank you so much for joining me you're a blessing to me I appreciate you all if you have any questions or would like prayer or encouragement for anything at all email me questions at faithtalks.com.au and I'd be happy to personally get back to you. Until next time, stay blessed and don't forget to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. God bless you. Thank you so much for being part of today's episode of Faith Talks. If you have any questions related to today's or any of my previous episodes, if you have a testimony you would like to share or for a free copy of Confessions for Life, please email me at questions at faithtalks.com.au. For episode announcements and regular encouragement, you can now find Faith Talks with Emily Preston on Facebook and Instagram. Finally, if you know anyone who would benefit from today's or any of my previous teachings, please share this podcast with them and help them receive revelation of the truth that will make them free. Until next time, know that I am praying for you and don't forget to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only, and you will be blessed in everything that you do. God bless you.